been seven years since we've done a show. Seven years. Seven years. Wait, it, has it really? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. been seven years. I don't. What have you done in the in the interim? What have you done since our last show? I found a book to read. It's taken you seven years to read it. Nope. Let me let me read a little passage for oh, it here. Okay. An elephant makes a big poop. Oh, I love it already. A mouse makes a tiny poop. I know this book already. I everyone poops, right? Can you see it? Oh, it's it looks like it's reversed in my camera. No, I can see it though. It's an elephant. A one hump camel makes a one hump poop, and a two hump camel makes a two hump poop. Only, ki only kidding, Todd. Only kidding. Good because I'm pretty sure they're the same. Everyone poops. There the it book, is. The book is Everyone Poops by uh, Taro Gomi. And, I think uh, everyone should, my, when my kids were little, read the same book. Yeah. I think everyone should be required to to spend a little time with Everyone Poops. I think so. I, I think it's a, an important book um, for this day and age. Uh, to, just to remind everyone to ground, ground us, that we all have, share something in common. You've you know? heard the song, right? Uh, Everybody poops sometimes when your day is long and the nights make it hard to <laughs> use the bathroom. You've heard it, right? I have. I have heard that one. You're absolutely yeah. correct. Everybody poops. REM. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the Short Attention Gamer 138 for July of 2018. <laughs> Just barely sliding just, in, right? At the just end getting of the in there, just right yep. under, we right under the wire. We did it. Pardon me, I am a little parched. Oh, okay. Oh, fancy. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Lots happened, Todd. A lot has happened yeah. in my life. Okay. Well, lay it on me. Uh, I opened my pool finally this month. All right. Uh, water was was clear, but down at the bottom was a little green. Okay. Well, pools are like that when you first open them. And then I hooked up the pump and turned it on, and then there a spark shot out of the pump. What? A spark of electricity? <laughs> a spark of something. Something just flew right out. No, that's not good. And then there's a little a little fuzz and a fizz, and and some smoke just wafted, mm -mm. and it did not turn on. Mm. So I uh, spent the next week uh, making sure that I could get a new pump. And then installing said pump, and by that time, the water was green, Todd. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's the way it happens. Did you before you got a new pump? Did you hit on it with a wrench, like a crescent wrench, just beat on it for a little bit? Just a, just a couple times. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a delicate piece of machinery, so you don't want to hit it too hard. Well, yeah, but just a if you know if you're sure. Okay, I got to get a new pump or some parts. Let me beat on it for a few minutes, and maybe that'll just knock it into submission. Mm. I did not yeah. do that. I didn't hit it hard enough, maybe. Did you unplug it for 30 seconds and let the power cycle? I did. I did do okay. that. Okay. Did the power cycle I also, help? I also plugged it into a plug that was non-GFI. Okay. So uh, to make sure that in case there was a potential for any sort of short, mm -hmm. it would be allowed to short through. And... Uh, and potentially electrocute me, but so it's okay. It, well, you it, did everything I would have done. It didn't. Uh, but now it's working, right? 
it's working. I got a new pump. It's all hooked up. The water's finally clear. The kids went swimming in it this week. And it's almost the end of summer, so that's that's great. You know, people don't people always say, Man, I'd love to have a pool, but I don't think they realize the amount of work. Cause I had one when we long, long ago when we uh used to do uh do the the show back in the day, back in the shotgun the shotgun The shotgun or the was shot, it the the, the, the first the split kick shit the split kick days. The back in the split kick, kick days. Shit. Okay, all right. I lived in another house that had a pool. It was it was an above ground pool, but it had a deck built around it. So, you know, it seemed like it was in ground. It was kind of a cool pool, but it was a lot of work and yes. it was hard to keep the water clear. We had our pump go out at one point too. And um it's you know, that's not something I feel competent in changing myself. So it, it's it's the same kind of money pit that a boat is a money pit. Um, and at this point, you know what they say, right? The best yeah. two, best two days of somebody's life is when they buy their boat and then when they sell it. <laughs> Aim with the pool. You got it. That's it. Oh, and that is so true. And now that my kids are older, I'm glad I don't have it because they wouldn't get in it. They would rather go to the pool in the neighborhood rather than get in a pool in my backyard. Now, your kids at your age, at their age. Perfect. Oh, it's 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 fantastic. My son just loves just jumping in a million yep. times, getting out, jumping in, getting in. Like I, I'm not entirely sure why the the repetition of the the getting out and jumping in is so much fun, but it is. It, well, and and they want to do it every day. You always assume the next jump is going to be the best jump, and so you always want to give it one more shot. Hmm. Yeah, it's like life. Think about that. <laughs> Always give it another jump. Mm -hmm. Oh, never stop with one. If you think that you can make a better jump, then give it a shot. Started PT yesterday, finally, on my knee. Really? Yep. Like it's taken a while to start that. I would have hey, you got that right. Buddy. <laughs> I thought you started that like back in early June or something. Nope. See what happened was uh, they gave me an MRI on my knee. Mm -hmm. My my. My normal doctor says to me, hey, you probably need surgery. I said, <laughs> that sounds great. He's like, I'm going to send you to an orthopedist. So I went to an orthopedist. He's like, "You no, surgery is not going to help you. What you need is physical therapy. And during this time frame, unfortunately, was a great time and when my family decided, hey, let's switch insurance. Mm. So so there was this, this time frame where I didn't have insurance cards and we want to make sure that we had coverage for this thing. Finally got insurance cards, set up the appointment, and it's the end of July. So just in time. Just in time. <laughs> so does it I mean, does it still hurt? Um, sometimes it does. Oh. Uh, when I do certain movements, it, it, it's a little sore, but like walking? No like that movement. No, it's just like different different twists. Oh. Um, like so the twist. Like the, when you do the, the twist. twist. The don't, chubby checker. Don't do that. I, just don't I, dance. I know. Um, little do people know when you're running, uh, there's oh, a lot of a, oh. a lot of the twist involved. Yes, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, I'm with you now. <laughs> so, so I started that. Apparently, I got to go six times. None of it's covered by uh, insurance directly because we have one of those high deductible things. Mm -hmm. So I'm uh, I'm going to spend a lot of money just trying to just trying to get back to normal. Well. <sighs> I can but, tell you from physical therapy experience yep. and having a physical therapist in the house that it makes a difference. 
I used to think, what I'm not sure about this job she has. She says that it's helpful. She seems to be helping you people. You were questioning your, your yeah, life. Exactly. I know. <laughs> I know. Of... <laughs> Don't tell her. Everyone. Um, but then I had back issues really bothering me about, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And I went to an in-home or an uh, a office physical therapist. My wife does home health. And so it made a huge difference. I don't have back pain anymore. And I know what exercises I need to do to keep that from happening. Awesome. So, yeah, so it makes a difference. Yeah, I, I did the, uh, so I went yesterday, he showed me the exercises he wanted me to do. So I did them today. We have a gym at work. So I went down to the gym and I did them and it, man, it felt like I wasn't doing anything to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. With you. Um, but I, you know, I, I followed his, his instructions. I went through the motions and, uh, you know, I'll do it again tomorrow. So yeah. the, the, the repetition will make a difference. Now we sound like the geriatric podcast a little bit, but well, we kind of are. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> No, no. Okay, good. We play video games too. Exactly. Still, I mean, at my age, I'm still playing. So there, and still enjoying them. Even, even in this, what I would call a drought of summer games, I've still found some things to enjoy. It's it's a little bit of a drought, but you know, there's there's plenty of stuff out there. It's not like I have trouble going backwards, and I think you know this. I've tried before, and. I will explain what I mean when we get to the point where we're actually talking about games, but I, I, I found some things to play. Let's just put it that way. Me too. I found some Good. things to play. I've been playing games a little bit Good. more than I, I think I should be. Um, if you look behind me, that there's a bed missing now. Oh, yeah. The bed is gone. Um, we sold it. <laughs> so, <laughs> my wife put it on Facebook and said, hey, does anybody want to buy a bed for $25? And yes, somebody... Apparently, people want to buy a bed for $25. So uh, they came and took it away. The person, the the driver of the vehicle was wearing a Space Jam Mm t-shirt, which I thought was great. I was happy to see that. Um, I also see you're you're prepping for Doomsday. You got enough toilet paper there. You're set. (laughs) Do you see that? Yeah, you're ready for anything now. You you guys could live in the basement for the next two, three, four years. Let me lean back. There it is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so we're, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the stuff out of this room, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to tape up all these little seams here, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'm going to I'm going to apply the I think they call it mud, yeah, to the wall. Okay, and then I'm going to try to paint it in here. And hopefully, it'll look nice. It's getting there. It'll get no, there. Exactly. No, okay. No. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. It's been this way for a few a few weeks. <laughs> Uh, it will get there someday. Uh, and if you notice, I, I have hair again. Yeah, it looks good. So, so it's been it's a lot. A lot has changed in my life. You're growing hair, and mine's falling out. So <laughs> I'm getting people are making more comments about the thinning of the hair on top of my head. So that's is it. Is it time to just take the razor to it? Is that? I don't think I'm quite there yet because you know it's not. It's not like I have just the little tuft right here. When when I get to the point where there's just a little tuft of hair right here, like a reverse <laughs> ponytail coming out of the top, like I'm a, a sad unicorn, then I'll probably go ahead and shave my head. But no, I'm that's not there that's yet. when you just take it and you just go whoop, pull it back. <laughs> yes, put and a little grease. It, it's worse when you have blonde hair like me too, because then it your hair is so 
light and and kind of thin that people can see your scalp easier than they could have had dark hair but hey you know that's the way it, that's the way it goes <sighs> so what are you playing i'm playing uh i'm playing a lot of binding of isaac oh i'm glad you like it <laughs> you're not a fan huh i go ahead i i'd like to hear about it but i yeah, it's i mean it's it's an old game people know about it i i i picked up the um I think I got it for PlayStation Plus for free mm -hmm. at some point. I think it came on there, and then I bought the 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 ten dollar upgrade version um, just to get all the extra stuff to make sure I had it all because they didn't have any daily challenges in the version that comes with PlayStation Plus. Oh, so I need okay. to have a daily challenge. Um, and I, yeah, I, it's so I, I I like it quite a bit because I can. I can typically make it rather far when I play the game. I don't just die on it, you know, real quick. But at the same time, I, you know, Spelunky is still the game that, you know, you, you can just, I, I kind of like the fact that you can die right away. You know, mm -hmm. it's with, with Binding of Isaac, it's an, it's a, it's more of a time investment than I think, um, than I think I, I like, but yeah, I, I, it's something that I can play when my wife is still, you know, finishing up something in the house before we like watch a TV show or something. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that as well as a game that is rather new, it's not even out of early access yet. I guess it's coming out soon on PC called Slay the Spire. Okay, I don't know and that one. It's uh, it's a another roguelike. It's got daily challenge type stuff to it, which, you know, I like that kind of thing. And so, uh, so, okay, let's talk roguelikes for a second. Okay. Um, what is different from what did you call it? Spire, slay the spire. Slay the spire. What's different from slay the spire um, versus uh, binding of Isaac, which are both roguelikes, Comple right? Completely different uh, ways to play, right? Okay. So, um, if if you look at a binding of Isaac, right, it's you play until you die, and then you have to start all over again. That's that's the rogue light likeness mm -hmm. about it. Like it's not. I, I know people complain about rogue. I, I've never actually played the original rogue, so I can't even say yeah. like specifically what the differences are. Um, but this one is a effectively a card uh, a deck builder game. Oh, okay. Um, where you're you have a map, and you pick a path through through the map. There's some branching ways so you can go. You know. Uh, all right, you know the next room is going to be a monster, and then you say, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight that monster," and then you see, "All right, there's a question mark room, so it could be anything, or there's a a campfire. Campfire is where you can rest or upgrade your cards, um, and you could just keep, you keep p picking paths up to the top of the uh, the top of the spire, and at the top of the spire, there's a big boss that you got to fight. And I guess there's three levels, but I've never actually made it past the second okay. second level or stage or world or whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's a lot of fun. You start off with very basic cards. You, you start off with like a, a set of um, attack cards and defense cards. And then after each after each round, um, if you defeat a guy, you get to pick one of three cards that is is generated for you, or it's not generated. It's uh it's part of part of the game, right? Just three random cards come up and you get to pick one. And they add different abilities. So instead of just an attack, now maybe you'll have something called a bash, where it'll deal more damage as well as inflict a status on on the enemy like uh i, th I think bash is a, 
a vulnerability status, so they take more damage for future attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you can basically just build out. D- depending on the cards you get, you can you can change the way your character plays. Even though it's, I've only been playing with the one character so far. It's basically just a fighter type. But there's another one that I unlocked. He's I think he's a a thief, like uh, deals poison damage a lot and stuff. Um, but I've just been going over and over again with this fighter type. <clears throat> it's just a, it's just a lot of fun. Um, there's there's plenty of different ways that you can set up uh, set up your decks too. Like you can you can set it up for a, a really good defensive stuff mm-hmm. where where you get cards that'll actually deal damage whenever you gain block power. So like you'll be able to to apply like you know five block to yourself, and then the enemy just a random enemy takes five damage also at the same time. Um, and there's cards that'll just give you block at the end of each round. So you'll be, you don't even have to play a block card to deal that five damage to, to the enemies. So it's, it's, it's very neat. And in, in terms of the, the different ways you can build out your deck per, per round that you go through the game. And, it, and it's all dependent upon the ones that come up too. So you have to think about um, what's going to be best for the, the current deck that I'm building at this time. So how long can you go? I mean, what's the average length of time you go before you die? Then it sounds almost more like a game with, an ending and then you start over again like a card game or something you know what i mean yeah so the 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 difficulty piece about this is that you you maintain health between fights right so if you start off and you have 80 health it's 80 or 88 is is what the, the fighter starts with um at the end of each round his special ability is to regenerate six health okay. so you want to try to make it so you don't really drop down by taking more than six damage per per round so you can at least get it all back it doesn't really happen that way obviously so at some point you'll get to these campfires and the campfires allow you to regain a a rather large portion of your health if you rest but it's it's a risk reward scenario with the campfires because if you rest you don't get to do the other action at a campfire which is upgrade a card and the upgrades are really good um like there's there's a, a card that i've been having a lot of fun with called armaments where if it's not upgraded you can just upgrade like during one round of the game you upgrade one card in your hand when you upgrade that that specific card all of a sudden everything in your hand will get upgraded when you play that so you'll get a boost to damage like you know for every single attack that you're able to do with the cards that are actively in your hand um so it's it's just a lot of like just situational um, situational picks that you have to do, and you know, sometimes you just run into a brick wall. You'll you'll face a monster like I keep having I keep having problems with this monster that looks like a Venus flytrap. For whatever reason, it just it rips me apart, and I, I'm not ter- not entirely sure why. Um, but yeah, it's it in terms of going in terms of length of the game, it's like know, it's probably like twenty minutes to. Okay. Before I before I end up dying, it, it's similar in length to to something like a Spelunky or a Binding of Isaac, depending okay. on depending on how much time you want to put in. There's one that I've been looking at, and it's it's on it's a PC game that is getting ready to come out for Switch. And you know, I'm not a big fan of roguelikes; I'm not very good at them. But it looks interesting. Dead Cells. Did you ever play that? Oh yeah, yeah, I played so, Dead Cells. So what is? So tell me about. Is that a good game? 
Dead Cells is really good. Um, I haven't played it since it. I played it right when it came out in early access. Um, okay. So I haven't played it since it's been upgraded or uh, since it's been uh, yeah, it's been updated over okay. and over again. Um, so I may not be completely up on you know everything that's been going on with it, but it's it's a similar thing where you'll play until you die and then you restart. Um, but with Dead Cells, there's there's different upgrades that you can buy that will carry over. In your yeah, in your further exactly. playthroughs, um, it comes out August seventh, and it looks tough. I I mean maybe it's something that would just frustrate me. I don't know, but um, I I'm open to the idea. The other one that I have that I haven't plays, learned, let me just sorry to jump in. It, it plays. Uh, it feels a lot like like a Castlevania style. Yes, um, and that's what looked interesting to me about it. Um, yeah, another one like that. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight's really I, good. I have it for the Switch, and I haven't started it yet. You've got to start that one. That's really okay. good. All right. It, it, that one is also rather hard. It's got Dark Souls elements to it. Okay. Where if you know the the save spots are kind of few and far between, and if you die, you'll drop your currency at your corpse, and then you have to go make a corpse run to go get the okay. You know how much you need to get that money back. So Shovel Knight does the same type of thing. Right, I mean, you you drop your, you drop money or whatever you have. I'm pretty I can't, sure. That's... I can't say that I remember Shovel Knight too yeah, much. I'm I know a lot sure of pe- a lot of people like Shovel Knight, but I haven't. Yeah. I played that on Switch. I have it on Switch, and I'm pretty sure that when I died, that I would have to go back and and try to get because I remember getting frustrated that I would die a couple times and continue to lose gold because I couldn't get back to my original corpse. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, Rogue Legacy actually is coming out with an update either today or tomorrow, uh, and that game hasn't been updated in like four years. Oh. So they 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 patched it a little bit. They added some stuff to it. Hmm. Have you you played Rogue Legacy or no? Uh, that's that's another like uh, that game's cool because every it's it's got like this genera- generational system to it, hmm. where every time you die and then restart, um, your character will a lot of times like build up a town right as you're as you're progressing through the game um, okay i've heard of it i know what you're talking about now and and they'll die and then and then the next character on will in, inherit some sort of trait usually um i have played it yes yeah. i'm trying to remember what system i played it on though maybe pc oh uh, was it, i don't think it would have been pc maybe i guess it would have had to have been but did it Come out calls at all? Uh, Maybe I don't not. Know. I, I don't that know. that sounds familiar. Um, because when uh, I'm trying to remember what it looks like, so when the character comes, it's cartoony. It's a little cartoony. Yeah, There's some guys that that like uh, you have to play the game completely upside down. Yes, but, yes, yeah. I have played that, but I it's, I don't think it would have been on a computer because I haven't had a computer to play a game on like that for years. So. Well, I've been playing on my brand new super duper computer, Slave Spire, which is uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could probably play it on a potato. <laughs> well, and that's what I find funny about that. I, I just I I haven't been interested in getting a computer and uh, getting involved in upgrading, keeping it maintained, and that sort of thing. I mean, I use Max at work. Now I have every I have all the console systems, and that's primarily what I play. Yeah. So I I just 
you, you and I've talked about this before, but my goal when I have time to play is to actually play a game, not spend time trying to get the game to work so I can play it. So that's why I like. So I haven't. So, so it's been a very long time since I've actually had to do that. Yeah. Um, and you're right. And and honestly, it's it's become a bigger issue with consoles over the last probably three to four years than it was before, because there are times where I sit down to play a game and my Xbox or my PlayStation 4 hasn't updated the game yet. Um, even though I leave it on to do that, sometimes it just decides, nah, you know what, I'll update this when I get around to it. It's like it's like it's a, my my student getting ready or my son getting ready to go off to college. You know, I, if I get time, I'll, I'll get around to updating this game, but I got things I got to do. Yeah. Like sit here in the dark which, and watch YouTube videos, which is <laughs> what my son does. So, you know, there it's frustrating, especially if a game is like nine, 10 gig. I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit down and play right away. It's going to take a little time. So I, yeah, it's, and that's become a bigger issue over the last, w w at least with this generation of consoles. So, yeah, I've I've come into situations where yeah, I'll sit down in front of my PS4 and be like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, I got time. Oh, I don't have any time. There's a gig update I gotta download. Yeah. And PS4 sometimes is worse than my Xbox in terms of down getting the download going. So yeah. it's a little slow. I've been playing some stuff. Do you care? Do you want to know? I do care. I right. I'm I'm very caring. Um, but I, are you finished with yours or do you, we'll come back around to yours? No, uh, uh, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what I've been playing. I, I downloaded, uh, Oh, Titanfall two. It was on sale for like four or four oh, or five yeah. bucks. I like that game. I had fun I, with that game. I really want to try that. I've been playing division a little bit. Uh, we're taking a little hiatus where yeah, we have you like your group. We have like one, uh, story mission to go to, to beat the actual story for oh, cool. division. Um, and then we're like, I think we're all like level 26 or 27. So there's like three levels left to, to max out our, our levels. And then, and then it's a decision if, if we want to move on and try something else, or if we want to uh, play like the, the little DLCs that they have mm -hmm. for it. But that it, Ubisoft is dumb. We've been watching, we've been watching for sales, right? Yeah. During E3, when they had division on sale, they didn't bother putting the DLC on sale. Um, they they did it for uh, for PC. They it was it was rather cheap to put to get the division, and then like DLC is still fifteen bucks each. So it's like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I I think when I bought that game, I think I may have paid. Th that may have been one of the last games I paid for the DLC upfront, and I haven't done that since because I felt like. I got burned, not because the DLC was bad, but because I didn't get back into the DLC the way I thought I would. So I've stopped doing that. And, you know, yeah. if if I have time and say, wow, I really love that game. Um, and I did that with um, Assassin's Creed Origins. I did buy some DLC, but it was after the fact. Um, so I, I just don't do it anymore. I don't buy it up front because I'm you not sure I'm going to be playing pass? it. Season pass? Yeah, who knows if I'm going to be playing the season pass come February if the game comes out in September. So, so uh, like trying to trying to keep me with one game is is difficult. It, it's got to be it's got to be a game that is a quick in and out right now. Yeah. You know, it's it's not something that's necessarily going to be a Horizon. Unfortunately, like Horizon, I really liked, but mm -hmm. it's sitting down to play it oh, is yeah, is an investment. investment. It's an investment in in my time. 
And a lot of times I'll, I don't have an hour to give to a game. I've got, you know, 15, 20 minutes. So, so something like a Slay the Spire or a, um, or a Binding of Isaac is, is perfect, right? Well, so I've been here. I'll start with this. And this will just make JJ mad if he decides to watch this at some point. But Prey. Yes. First of all, yes. Grandpa bought Prey. And uh -oh. then Grandpa, for the Xbox, as you can see. And then Grandpa realized that he had a copy for PS4 <laughs> that he had forgotten that he bought. Uh, so I sat down to play Prey and just got frustrated. Oh. I did not get very far in the second time around. Obviously, I played it once before and didn't remember it um, because I own it. So that was that was embarrassing. So I, I have tried. I've messed around with it, but it just does. No, not. it's not. It's not grabbing you. No, and it's. I don't know if it's just because it's frustrating or because I. I think if I really took the time and figured out the combat, I'd probably enjoy it, but I just am not getting into it. It's hard. It, yeah. It's, it's hard to, to figure out like, and, and a lot of like the first person combat where the, the little goopy guys are like just diving at you. Mm -hmm. They're always dealing damage to you. So yeah. it's like, yeah. it's, it's tough to, to really get into a position where you feel like you, you have control of the game. There's a rhythm that you have to find. And I just did not invest the time to do it. Yeah. So. It, it, at some point I was carrying around turrets and just, Which, and just, yes. and just putting them down and letting them do all the fighting for me because yeah. I, that yeah. seemed like the best thing to do, but there's certain enemies that would be like, Oh, you got a turret there. Ah, you don't have a turret there anymore. Yeah. So you got to make sure it's, it's, it's positioned in the right way that it's going to get enough shots off that, that it's only going to make you hit that guy once or twice to, to take and, him down. And I like the story. I, I think the story's interesting. Um, I just can't get into the gameplay. So I don't know if I'll go back to it or not. I, I then turned around and bought this. Somerset. Oh, really? And, yeah. And, and I, You're playing. Owned Scrolls, I, I owned elder scrolls online. Um, I've played, every Elder Scrolls game uh, before. And the the problem with the first Elder Scrolls Online is it came out at a time when I was playing other things, and I just didn't jump in. And, and I so I've been playing this, and it's fun, um, but it's still got that clunk to it that an Elder Scrolls game has. <laughs> People love that, the clunk. Yeah. You know, you should I play in first person? Should I play in third person? When I play what drives me crazy is if I'm playing in third person, the frame rate drops. I, I have never seen a frame rate drop the way this does in some parts of the game. I don't know if really? they like in certain dungeons and I don't know if they didn't optimize the dungeon, but you would think it would be worse out in the open world than it would in a dungeon. But there's this one dungeon early on in Somerset that um, it, I would say it drops to about 10, 12. I mean, I am just chugging along. Wow. And, and that's that's on your your Xbox One X, which yes. uh, is the, ultra, it's know, the ultimate gaming system. I know it says right here, 4K HD. It says it, 4K HD. Right maybe there. maybe turn off the 4K HD and just, and just uh, play regular D. Regular D's. Yeah, only 1080s. Only 1080s. Maybe the 480s. <laughs> the the reason I got it is because the reviews said that you could start with Somerset. You didn't have to back up. Um, play your way to Somerset and, and, and they're right. You can, the problem is if you're doing that, there's not a ton 
that I can find to do in Somerset. I mean, I can follow the quest line and that's about it. So it's fine. It's okay. I'll, I'll probably continue to play it. Um, so, so why you, you played the original ESO? Mm -hmm. Yes, okay, so I have it. Mm -hmm. So did you, did you keep your character or did you just restart with uh, this one? I restarted, I restarted with this one so that I could start and Somerset specifically in that area. Yeah. I could have taken my character to Somerset, but it was easier just to start in Somerset because the, um, the, uh, all the way they, they get you ready for the game, the, the training part of the mission, the, the, that is, they have a separate one for Somerset than they do for, um, ESO. Gotcha. So it, it was easier just to start there and it was fine. It, I mean, it's, but because I found myself going back and forth between this and uh, getting and going back into Overwatch of all things, and so I was playing a little Overwatch. Um, I was enjoying it. I, it. It's still such a great game, and so you know, it's I. I was jumping back into games that I had delved in a little bit to see if anything would get its hooks in me. I did the same thing with Warframe and played a little Warframe. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. I'm all over the place, and Warframe is fun. It's a good game, but all of those online games get not necessarily overwatch as much as somerset and warframe you get to a point where you've got to grind to get beyond a certain like i'm on earth still in warframe and i have to grind to get to the next uh i think venus is the next planet and there are these this one particular kind of character you have to kill three times and they randomly show up and so i'm just trying to find them and mm. so grind gets old with that particular game randomly showing up yeah yeah it's not fun so a couple of couple other games i've been playing my uh, just just uh just to interject a little bit my uh my wife's friend really good friend she she often will come over our house and says right, i gotta go home and play my game and her game is eso so she oh, really she spends a lot of time i think she i think she plays on pc though the people that play it are really into it and they invest a lot of time and it, it's, I can understand why, because it's a pretty robust world. Um, there are lots of things to do, but you need to be able to get past Somerset and go to the other places right. um, or get past ESO and go to the other places. And I just, I, if I took the time and said, okay, I'm not going to do anything else in terms of games. I'm going to play this it would probably get its hooks in me, but I just haven't given it a chance really yet. Um, and you got to get past the grind a little bit too, but yeah. you know, you had to get past the grind in, um, world of Warcraft, uh, or, um, that's part of those, but, well, that's part of those games, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, at some point you're going to have to grind to get to another level, or you're going to have to grind to get enough materials to get, to get whatever is part of a quest line. So you can continue to move on. To me, though, the goal is to figure out as a game designer, okay, how can I make the grind not seem like a grind? Um, and I, I, there are parts of Somerset that just feel like a grind. Um, you know, there are times you do, when I you play do that. You do that by having continuous quests that will continuously advance your character as, yeah, opposed, to, yeah. as opposed to ones that you just do and the, you get almost nothing at the end of them. Yeah. Which is, I, I feel like when I play MMOs, there's a lot of that. And, mm -hmm. and, or they give you gear that's, that's way lower than what you probably should be getting out of it. Yeah. Like just the, the rewards just don't match the, the, you know, the fetch 10 quests or whatever. Yeah. And 
I don't see myself ever getting back into an MMO to the point where I would pay a monthly fee. I still think they're intriguing. I still think they're fun. If I had the time, I probably would wander back into World of Warcraft at some point, but I, I doubt I do. I doubt I ever get I, I doubt I ever get that interested in an MMO to that point again. Um, you know, I'll, I'll delve around the edges of an MMO, something like Somerset or a kind of multiplayer game like Warframe that helps there where there is progression. But I don't think I would just invest my time and monthly uh, a monthly fee for a game like that. So yeah, yeah, I think I think that time is is passed in terms of just general gaming altogether, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, there's. It does does the Final Fantasy uh, MMO have have yeah, a monthly they, fee? Yeah, still? they still it's still fourteen ninety. It's probably it's still one of the highest. I think it's fourteen ninety nine. But yeah, that, that means I'll never play it. Uh, yeah, you know, I there's just so many other things that I could play that I'm I'm not willing to. No, really do that. No, World of Warcraft has. I, I'm trying to remember. I read something a few weeks ago. I think they still have the monthly fee, but once you buy you're able to pay play the other content without necessarily having to buy it. Although you still have to pay for the new um, expansion coming out in August. And that part was confusing to me. So, so, so they're trying to, to change their model a little bit. I least. think a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah, after 20 years of uh, yeah. Warcraft, <laughs> <laughs> finally making a change. Well, and then, you know, at some point you're not going to have that subscription base because everybody's moving away from that model. So, I think they're just trying to reiterate and see what what's going to work. Uh, last time I went to, I, I tried out World of Warcraft. I, I was big into playing Diablo three, and I was like, oh, you know, I, I, I was at one point my mindset was, you know what, I could probably spend all of my time just playing Blizzard games mm-hmm. because because they have different one different game per like current itch, oh, right? Yeah. Um, which which is which is awesome, but. I'm looking at my list and I'm like, man, let's let's try to get into World of Warcraft. And I found that you could play the game, I think, at that time up to level twenty mm-hmm. for, for Which free. Is still the case, yeah. Yeah. So but but level twenty is like nothing now, right? It's yeah. it's like you're you're a noob starter character. What blows my mind is how much they continue to invest in a game years after it's come out. Uh well, Overwatch. I mean when I got back into the game and was playing a few weeks, well, last week, I guess, and the week before, um, there, you know, of course there were new characters, um, but they just made little subtle changes in how you get into the game, the different ways, the way the interface looks, um, the way the characters move. And it was fun all over again. I still enjoyed it. I just saw they just did an update for um, Diablo the other day. So, you know, they're in season three, I think. And so they're, you know, they continue to update that game as well. And it's been out for years. So, but ever ever since they, ever since they took away the, the, the actual money marketplace, the game's been really actually quite a bit of fun to play. And, And they're substantive changes. I mean, they're not, they're not just making some cosmetic change to the characters. I mean, there are substantive changes in gameplay and, and, and how you actually, um, execute the game and how you play the game. So I, I'm impressed by that. Um, the other things I've been playing, though, I jumped into this. Are you? Hold on a second. Are you standing up? Yeah. Is, you want me to sit down? No, I just. I... <laughs> is this better? <laughs> I, I just, I just realized that you're. I'm towering over you. Yeah. 
No, I, I was standing because I, I sat all day at work it's today. A standing was, desk? Yeah, it's just a standing bar. I'm standing at the bar in our downstairs basement. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go oh, on. The Captain, okay? Captain Toad Treasure off. Tracker, whatever. Uh, yes. So I've been playing that. It's fun. It is one that I don't have to just jump into and I can get in and out of it because each of the levels are small enough that uh, they're, you know, those little puzzle levels that you can jump into and, and mess around in. I think there are 80, between 60 and 80 levels altogether because there's some hidden levels in there too, yep. like the Super Mario Odyssey levels that they added to this one. But it's it's a cool game. I mean, for a Switch game, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Well, it's not a Switch game, Todd. I'm sorry. Actually, as, as a Wii U transported to Switch game, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I, I, I've always looked at it and said, hey, that might be fun to pick up. But then I don't. So Well, it's. I think I traded some things in and ended up getting it for like 10 bucks. Um, and it's well worth that. It's I think it's 39 though, so it's kind of still kind of pricey. Um, I don't think I would have spent 39 if I didn't have things to trade in. Yeah. But the game I keep coming back to and this is I cannot explain it. I'll show it to you. We'll talk about it. All right. Shake your head. I'm I'm Well, hold on. Wait, wait. I can't see it cuz you're not talking. Oh. Can you see it now? There. What? Why? Yeah, Wise? I know. That's what I said. Ease. I think it's Ease? pronounced Ease A. Wise. Lacrimosa of Dana. Wow. Lacrimosa that's a... of Dana. I wouldn't expect you to be Exactly. That. You know why I like this game? Why aren't you playing Octopath or something? <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because Octopath drove me insane. It's, it is a different kind of combat. Um, Ease Lacrimosa of Dana, which is the first time I've ever actually said it out loud. Um, is uh, real-time combat. And okay. that's what I like about it. And it, there's still some challenges in terms of... So you basically are playing three characters and you're switching between the three characters. And each character has a strength over certain types of, of monsters. One character deals better with flying monsters. One deals better with monsters with armor. And one deals better with the softer monsters. You know, the, the cuddly monsters. And... Um, so you have to be able to switch on the fly and figure out, you know, you can tell sometimes by looking, but sometimes you actually have to fight them before you figure out which character is going to do a better job um, of combating or, or dealing with that particular monster. And it's a bizarre story. I mean, I, I fast forward sometimes through the story, which is great because the right button on Tesla hold it down and it just starts moving through the story. I'm like, perfect. That's what I need. So you're on a ship, and the ship wrecks. It's a big, like, ocean liner ship, and it wrecks on this island. And you're slowly trying to find all of the passengers who have somehow been scattered around this island, you know, <laughs> as they do. And so you're opening up the island as you travel from place to place. Um, you're... you're adding um, armor to your characters, you're increasing their weapon damage, you have special uh, abilities that they can do, and you have to hold down the right, not the trigger, you have to hold down the right shoulder button and then like the A, the B, or the X button or the Y button, which is not an easy feat in the, in, you know, in the heat of combat. And, but, when, and when you have arthritis like you do. Exactly. Sometimes my thumbs don't work the way they used to. 
and they're opposable sure but that doesn't mean you know that i can always play a game the way i did when i was in my 20s grandpa's almost 50 here so so i need a i need a proxy somebody to play games <laughs> i can All tell right, what click, to do. click the button now yeah click, click, click stop stop clicking so i don't know why i keep coming back to this game the story is stupid but <laughs> Well, that's like, usually why I come back is when when the story is is dumb, not when it's good. It's such a bizarre story, but I like the combat and I feel like I'm progressing in the game. You know, and it's challenging. It's not the most challenging game I've ever played, but I I have trouble in certain places. So um, I don't know how much longer I'll play because if I can get to September, then I'm playing Spider Man. Oh, um, or or. Uh, Lorecroft, because those both come out in early September. So you see but, Sp- you see the Spider Man PS3 that they're coming out with or PS4? Sorry. Yes. It yes. Looks, it looks pretty nice. I wonder. I haven't seen. Is it a pro or is it just a regular PS4? Oh, I'm because they did that with um, they did that with another PS4, and it was wasn't a pro. It was just a regular PS4, and I was like, oh, okay. I got the the God of War. Pro. God of War. Yeah, no, that I, was a pro. I, I got a pro one of that. There yeah. was another one though that they came out with that wasn't a pro, and I just wasn't impressed. But so anyway, this and then the, and then yesterday, because um, I knew we'd be doing the show to, today, I went ahead and downloaded the update to No Man's Sky, and uh, huh. messed around with that. Huh. Like, how's that? How's yeah. that treating you? <laughs> I I. I liked it okay the first time. I like the third-person view. I think it works really well. Um, there's still those frustrating parts of trying to figure out what I need in order. Because I decided I, with that game, too, I was going to start over. Just start with a fresh character. Because I did yeah. not remember how to play the game. Yeah. And um, I saved my other one. I could always go back to it. But I started with the fresh character. First planet I landed on, I died. So I started over because I couldn't figure out what to do. And I, so I just, I died. Was it a toxic environment? Did you? It was a toxic environment and I got pissed at the little thing floating around my head and I shot it. And it seems less, that seems less random because I've heard like, uh, you know, just cruising around Twitter, seeing what people are saying is like a lot of people are starting off in, in environments that are actually hazardous. Yeah. Yeah. Both both times, twice I started off in a hazardous environment. Hmm. So I have gotten to the point. Welcome where home, I, everybody. I, I know. Man Sky. <laughs> I've gotten to the point where I'm working on my ship now so I can get off that stupid planet, but I haven't finished that part. So that's where I am. So I'm, I may, I may keep messing around with it through August. I mean, you know, I don't see me in, unless it gets its hooks in me. I don't see me going on and on, but I was reading, I was reading somebody say that they actually went back to their old character and their inventory was full of, uh, Full of items that basically didn't do anything anymore. Yes, I read like, that too. Like, like they just changed it that much that you you can't go home. You you literally have to start over again or, or yeah, whatever. There's, there's certain um, elements that you need to for flight that you didn't need before. So as you build your ship up, you have to build sheet metal. Well, I don't remember having to do that before, but there are elements that you have to combine with sheet metal and with something else in order to fly. Um, but you have to build the sheet metal first. So that's kind of where I am right now is trying to figure out what elements I need. The, the one thing that I think is so smart that they did was before, whenever you had to go in and um, fix your, you know, upgrade your health or fix your health or fix your uh, multi-tool, 
um, you had to go into the menu to do it. And the thing that stunk about that is when you went into the menu, everything was still happening around you. You could yeah. still hear a a creature attacking you, or you could still hear a sentinel coming at you, which sucks. So what you can do now is you can press down on the D-pad, and it will give you the um, the elements that you have that you need to uh, keep keep up, like your health or or your um, whatever you need to keep the multi-tool going, the energy for the multi-tool. And you can do it right there from, from the uh, screen, the front screen, uh, without having to go into uh, the menus. That's that's pretty well, cool. Well, that's handy. Yeah, they should have done that from the beginning. But, you know, yeah, I get they, that. Some, some would argue they should have done a lot of stuff yeah, from exactly. the beginning. So. Yeah, I think we're finally at the game. When we get the Xbox version, we're finally there. Where, <laughs> but, you know, this isn't an A game. It's still a, a B game. It's... I, I would have given it probably a C the first time around. It's probably up to a C plus B minus now. It looks great. It always looked great, but you yeah. want to be able to do things in the world that looks great. So we'll see. I, I'm kind of, for the most part, I'm kind of over the whole survival, like go out, gather resources, yeah. build, build the thing. The don't starves of the world. Yeah. Or the even the Minecrafts, right? It's oh, the same. Yeah. Flame it, the flood. Unless, unless you... Unless you use the uh, what is it, create mode or whatever it is in, in Minecraft to that just gives you all the elements that you need. Um, all the all these games are the same loop. The, yeah, you, you go out and you get the, the the starting items, and then you you increase the the uh, the viability of everything around you, and then you you get more, and then get better, and get better items, and then do some more, and it, it's just the same constant loop, mm -hmm. and. And there's so many games. Like if if you go to Steam, it's like first person survival crafting games are like everywhere, and they're all they're just dull. Yeah, I I, I, I mean, there's only so much of that. Like there's only so much of that I could do. I could do like Minecraft when it came out. It was great, right? Mm -hmm. I I played a ton of that. We we even had like a I had a server on my Xbox 360 that I just kept running all the time that people connect connect to. Um. And on PC, like I'd connect to to somebody, I I can't recall who it is off the top of my head, and it's probably somebody who listens to the show, which is, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, um, but we connect to their server, and we'd build a world, and then eventually everyone just lost interest because, yeah, yeah. So Terraria, all of those types of yeah of games are, and and I I could never comprehend why that was at a point where my son was really into Minecraft because his friends were as well. I couldn't comprehend it. I just didn't get it. And I don't know if it's because we grew up or I grew up, maybe not you. I grew up with games that kind of looked like that, um, that kind of basic pixel looking, but we weren't able to craft or to do the amount of things that they could do in that game. Yeah. So I'll tell you one of the things that I haven't done this, this month. Taking is, a shower. I have not. I've taken one shower. So oh. yes, I have to yeah. be honest. Um, but I have not bought the season pass for Fortnite. You haven't. I have not. No. I've never I haven't spent a penny on Fortnite, which is fine. But yeah. my my daughter got second. Second what? In second Fortnite? place. Second place That's in Fortnite. Awesome. How'd she do it? By hiding in a tree. I think I might have told you this last time, yes, but I can't I can't so recall. That's the way I got my first. When I got first <laughs> once I hid until the end. I told you that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hid till the end. That's how you do it. So your your uh your little 
little I, cool cooled off on Fortnite. I like it, but I'm not very good at it, and so it gets old getting killed all the time. Um, and so I just found other games, if other multiplayer games that I enjoyed more, like um, like Overwatch, or I've been playing. This is embarrassing, and and. You've been playing a lot of games, uh, but it's been like uh, probably it's almost a month and a half. Seven years, is what <laughs> I said when we started this show. It's been seven years. Um, I've also played um, Arena of Valor, the Chinese MOBA on iOS. It's huge. It is a, right. I mean, in terms of the number of people playing that game, it's insane. Um, and I've been playing that a little bit just to delve into a MOBA without feeling like I, I have to deal with the toxic part of it. Did so, you know? I, I, Fortnite's got a, a mobile version out, right? To, yes. Have a mobile yeah, you version? can play it on phones. You can play it on Switch. You can yeah, play so, it. yeah. So I'm, I'm fairly certain that I saw a news article fly by that was the, the mobile version of Fortnite is getting $2 million a day. I, yes, I heard something similar to that too. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> Which, so many things like that game, man. If you have a pass, though, if you have a season pass, the season pass crosses over. Other than PS4, um, will cross over between Switch, mobile, and Xbox. So I can play on my phone, and if I um, unlock uh, one of the levels, then and get the cosmetics, that will show up on my Xbox version as well. So that's, I mean, and you can, you can cross play with all that stuff too, can't you? You can, you could, but you have to manually set it. It's not automatically doing it. So you can cross play between a phone and uh, Xbox, but you have to allow it to do that or between uh, Xbox and P or, and uh, uh, PC. Oh, is it like a setting on like in yeah. settings you say, okay, I want to play against Xbox. Yeah. And you can see, I mean, it actually shows if somebody is on an Xbox versus on a PC. So, how does how does it show that in the game? A, I saw it the other day when I was watching on Twitch. Ninja was playing. Ninja was at the ESPYS, and he was playing. Of course, of course he was. Why would well, he be? Because he's yeah. That's what you do. And he was playing, and I don't even know which athlete it was, but the athlete was playing on an Xbox because he was used to using a controller, and so it showed in the corner Xbox. Uh -huh. um, now I don't. Maybe that was just for the show they were doing, but it was obvious. I thought, why would they do that other than if, than than if Epic did it, you know? Unless it's unless it's just a, mar a marketing gimmick to show once again, hey, you can Look do this on Xbox on the ESPYS, yeah. So or on Twitch right before the ESPYS. So yeah, it, I don't know. It's it's an interesting game. I'm glad it exists. I'll still play it once in a while, but I'm not hooked the way I was. Me and my me and my daughters have been playing. Um, a, a board game, tabletop game oh. called, called Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle, which is a, which is a deck builder. You know, all right, that sounds it, fun. It's basically you go in and you have these situations where there's the dark, the villains are trying to overtake these different locations through the the Harry Potter universe, like uh, the train, for example. They'll they'll try to overtake the train, and then once they do that, then they go and try to overtake another part of the universe and once they once they once they take over all the locations you lose basically and if you defeat all the villains you win so I it could, start i could never convince my daughter to play 
any board game with me and i think that's really? awesome i she just got bored i mean she got bored of the board games um and so i could never get her to spend time like that now cameron i could and we played lots of games but not my daughter that would have that would have been cool the, the cool thing about the harry potter game is that it's got a basically uh you start off and it, it's pr it's perfect for if you're trying to get kids into board games because it starts off very basic um, you have a very contained set of rules and very limited different types of cards that you can purchase in the game. So it, it's not a lot of thinking involved, not a lot of strategy. And what they do is, is every time you play or every time you beat one of the games, you'll, um, you'll open another box. And in the next box is like, so game one is, is one set of rules. Game two is, is similar set of rules, but it maybe introduces another element. Um, and then game three, it actually will morph the main characters that you play as. So all of a sudden, Harry Potter isn't just Harry Potter. He's Harry Potter with an ability. Um, and then even game four, it introduces dice. So all of a sudden, there are dice for some reason that you have to roll when certain, when certain situations happen. So it, gradually, it adds more and more to all the stuff you got to keep track of to, to play the game. And I mean, so far, it's been great because we've, we've gotten up to we're at game five right now. We haven't lost, which it, I kind of wish we would have lost at least once. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's it's to a point where all of us are actually pretty good in terms of picking which cards we're going to go with. Um, and you know, you've got you've basically got a, a, an area of six cards per turn that you'll be able to purchase something of if you've got the money to do it. And you you know. You got all the different allies like Dumbledore. You can buy Dumbledore and he does a certain thing, or you can buy a Snape and he'll do a thing. Um, and of course, the kids were like, "Well, Snape at this point in the movies in the books, he's still a villain, sorta. So why is he an ally?" You know, it, you get into those conversations. But, yeah. Um, but they they've even got a, a little expansion for it that you get to play as Luna as well as the main. Oh, cool. The main characters, so you can play as Harry, Hermione. Ron and they picked Neville for the fourth character. It's a four. -part. How? Uh, what's the length of time that a game takes? Uh, probably forty-five minutes, maybe. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. So they keep their you. It's able to keep their interest the entire time. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. uh, not. Not. My son doesn't play it. He's. He's yeah, not into well, it. But. But both. Of, both of my girls. They're. They're, they're older it. too, though. So. Yeah. Um, a little bit older. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I. Like I said, playing board games with Cameron was always fun. But you, the you have a group there that you're able to play board games with, and I don't have anything like that here. So I think that that helps sometimes too. Is when because then you hear about or you see other games that are interesting, or yeah. um, you get to test or try a game that you wonder, hey, would that be fun? So I don't. Well, you know, I keep I kind of keep my eyes open on stuff too. If I mm -hmm. see something interesting, like like I picked up this game uh, called king domino so it's kingdom mino king you know it's, it's kingdom dominoes basically mm -hmm. where you where you, you get a set of dominoes and you're building out your own little kingdom and you score based it's a really really simple straightforward game it's quick you know it takes about 15 minutes to play or whatever but you know it's it's something that's really really fun to just bang out you know if we got nothing else to do hey let's mm -hmm. play a quick game of this you know um and it's you know, game like that is inexpensive too. It's only like twenty bucks. So you do that instead of watching America's Got Talent? Uh I don't have TV. I don't have normal you TV. Don't have talent? Oh well okay. so you don't 
I don't have. Uh, you're right. I don't have talent either. You don't think America uh, has talent, so you play these. Actually, that's a better. That's that is actually a better family-oriented event than watching America's Got Talent. Do you guys watch? Uh, I'm, no, I'm assuming don't. no. Oh. My kids are at a, of an age now where they're rarely here, and if I want to spend time with them, I have to take them to dinner and, and buy food. Your and your daughter apparently is uh, stuck in a perpetual. She is. She's perpetual spin. Yeah, uh, so she, I, she, I put that on Twitter, and she, she ended up winning. It's called the Top Gun Turns, and she ended up winning the Top Gun Turn at that, uh, that competition. So, what, what is, what does that consist of? You are better turner than everyone else that's there, and so she could turn faster and better and not fall out of her turn. You know, because some people, if they turn that much, they just kind of fall over. I like. I would just yeah, after twice. Too. Yeah. So she is. Uh, she's was the Top Gun turner. She was her freshman year too, and this is going into her junior year. So last year she didn't get it. So she. Oh, she, she came was, back with a vengeance. Yeah, then. exactly. Yeah. That was the best turn I've ever seen. Was, she's backing at it. After after uh, after I commented on that, your wife started following me on Twitter. So oh, now I have sorry. to now I have to be careful. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to tell her who she's following. She knows who you are, but she doesn't know you from that, from that, your name on Twitter. So I have to say, Oh, you started following Jim. If I say you follow, you're following Jim. She's like, Oh, I know him. So she'll, she'll figure it out then. That's all I know, man. That's, that's all the games I got right now. That's, that's a lot of games. And yeah. you know, last, last time we did the show, I had said to you, hey, why don't we just do a, a, an every other week schedule? We'll put it on the calendar. And by every other week, you meant every other month. Every so. other month. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll be able to do this again in two weeks as opposed to. Sure. Actually, you know what? What's two weeks from now? Two weeks from now is. Uh, I'm looking at my phone here. 8th, uh, August uh, 7th? Yeah, yeah. No, the 8th. Okay, well, maybe maybe we'll we'll swing one in there. Yeah, let's Seven, do that. Somewhere in there. Okay, we'll try to do that, and I'll try to play something other than these games that nobody cares about. Uh, <laughs> I I actually I thought that was interesting. I thought those games were, I I like the fact that you play PC games that I probably wouldn't play, and I I like hearing about them. So I I I I think I've told you this before. I've told a lot of people this. I th- I feel like big outlets are really missing out on a lot of really good interesting content because they focus on like I, polygon the other day had th- you know how they got their big their big panels on on their screen that say all right these are the main these are the main articles for for right now mm-hmm. they have they have like eight like one spans like multiple panels and you know like newspaper format or whatever three of the eight were dedicated to fortnite so like Come on, guys! Let, yeah. There's so many other games, and one of them was about a TV show. Like, come on! There's plenty of places that people can go to get information on television, and I, I understand it's probably it's probably hard as that that grind is probably real hard right now mm-hmm. with the amount of of people trying to do it. And I mean, Polygon has a chance to actually, you know, or I don't know if they do anymore, but they used like when they came out when they first hit the scene and they had all these amazing people that were working for them. I mean, they, they could have really like been the outlet to go to. Mm-hmm. And now I just get annoyed when I go to the yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I, 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 feel, day, I, I know what you're saying. Uh, 
And I don't think they've re- like I don't know if they re- removed review scores, but I think they might have done that to try to change things up a little bit. But they've had the same video about God of War sitting on their front page for a yeah two or three weeks now. I, I find the I go to Kotaku, and sometimes I go to um, IGN just because it's there. <laughs> um, and because they refresh, they update their content. They refresh their content probably more than just about anyone else. Yeah. Although sometimes they're just recycling crap that they had up days before. Um, and I go to Touch Arcade for iOS uh, information, and now for Switch information. So, oh, they put stuff on there for they, Switch. They do, and they do a pretty good job with it. Um, I, I when I was trying to be interested in mobile games more. I, f- I felt that their content was really good. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Uh, what's the one guy's name that that's always post? E- Eli. Eli. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. He's good, he, and he's still there, um, and he's a good writer. But you know, Kotaku still does some great long form stories. There was the one they did. I can't remember which writer it was, but it was the story about Sailor Moon. I don't know if you read that. It was up. It was. It can't, went live. I think on Friday, and she had been working on it for a while and it was, she had been looking for the original um, sailor moon uh, pilot. And what she found was the, the, the pilot episode. Yes. Okay. It was, a, and it was a live action. And, but what she found, <laughs> yes. And so, but what, and it was this fabled thing that was supposed to be out there, but nobody had ever really seen it. And she, stumbled across some other things that were just as crazy and it was it's a long story i don't care one bit about sailor moon but it's well written it's excellent and it's worth reading it's just just that's the kind of thing i want to um i i think long form journalism in games is something that is really awesome i i there was a there's a a series uh the final hours is is the name of the series and i I think it's Jeff Keeley who does it. Yes, and um, those are just some yeah. of the most most yeah, fascinating pieces of, of video game journalism that I, I've I've ever read. They're they're wonderful. So and I think I know they're a lot of work. I know it takes. Oh yeah, them together, but yeah. So I and I, I don't know how much that really unfortunately pays off, right? Oh, probably not much. I mean, I'm sure that she invested a lot of time and money into her story, and I've heard other um, journalists talking about it and how how great it is, but. You know, it's one of those long stories that the average reader is probably going to be like, "Oh, that's too much for me." Yeah. Um, but it's it's worth the investment of time to read the whole story just because it's well written. That just cl- close it off a little bit and going a little bit further away. I, um, my buddy linked to me this uh, this story that's unrelated to games, but it was a similarly it was a really long read, but it was about this uh, this woman who basically perpetrated a fraud in New York City. She would showed up at this hotel. And basically, I know everyone. For some reason, everyone knows me, um, and my my expensive hotel. We're gonna pay you. Uh, the 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 check is coming. It's in the mail. We're gonna have you wired. And everybody just believed her in New York. Like, to, she, I think she ended up in jail at the end of it. But like, she she tried to get like this this art studio opened as one of her projects. She knew all these different kinds of people, and it it wasn't until a good like halfway through. It's like and there was a line that was like, 
And that's when I realized that she wasn't for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was at that point. But, but it was, but it was like this this really well written, in depth piece of mm-hmm. of how this one woman was able to basically fool everybody into just giving her the world for for you know a, a large portion of her you know twenties. So, huh? Like it's it's that stuff's really interesting. Yeah, I, and I, I'd like to see more of it. And and especially as it relates to games, so that's all. That's all for me too. All right. Well, maybe in a few weeks we'll be doing it again. I think so. Um, my my brother in law mentioned he he popped on for a second and he said, "Hey, thanks for wearing the shirt." So I got this thing here. This is a memorial shirt. Um, that's cool. I don't know. I don't know if you uh, remember of, of uh, two months ago or so there was a, a a fire with Ed. It was on a movie set with Ed Norton. Um, I know. I don't. I don't know. In New York City, um, basically, my my brother in law's firehouse uh, responded to that fire, and unfortunately, um, a, a part of the part of the building collapsed, and it trapped one of the firefighters from his from his uh, house. Oh man! In the building, and and unfortunately, he passed away. Um, so they were selling you know these shirts um, for a fundraiser for his family because uh, I. <sighs> I've been to a fair amount of parties at my brother-in-law's house for his, his, you know, my, my niece and my nephew. And I'm pretty sure he has his firefighter uh, cohorts also at those parties. So I'm pretty sure I met yeah. this firefighter at one point, but uh, yeah. So not to leave anything on a down note, but no, you know, but this, I, I, well, I appreciate, I was wondering about that. So I appreciate you telling me this. Story. I am not, I am not FDNY. I, uh, I <laughs> but I wondered, I figured it was, there was a reason and a story behind it. So, I'm glad you told me. Thanks. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, thanks for talking. I'll see you in probably a couple of weeks. Okay. I'll and be standing right here. Hopefully my pool is still going and uh, yeah. my, my knee is working properly and I can start running again. It's oh. only been three months. Oh, gosh. I hope you are too. I hope <laughs> in two weeks, I hope you're running. Well, we'll see. I got, I got some, some PT to do. So, well, all right, man. All right. You have a good, good rest of uh, July. <laughs> And maybe August too. Who knows what's yes, going to happen? I'm going to talk to you in August. All right. I'll see you then. I'll see you. Bye. Bye.